This is Dave Chang. And Chris Ying. We are the hosts of Recipe Club. You may have listened to it before, but we are now back on the air, new and improved, with the same hosts that lose every week. I still don't know what the rules are because they've changed as well. Chris, can you give a quick rundown? Every week, we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. We take a user, listener, submitted recipe, and we all cook it with our friends, Priya Krishna, Rachel Kong, Brian Ford, and John DeBerry. And then we talk about what went right and what went wrong. No, I actually really don't want to do this podcast. (laughs) And they are hardly our friends. They are enemies. They are enemies. It's Dave's civil disobedience. If you want to see Dave Chang in an act of civil disobedience, tune into Recipe Club where he will not follow the recipe. I'm contractually obligated (laughs) to make this podcast. (laughs) But I'm here to have a good time. So listen to Recipe Club every week on the Ringer Podcast Network. Donuts are like my favorite top five food. What? Yeah. I I told you on this pod, Entenmann's donuts are top three food. So Sometimes I forget. That I'm weird? Yes. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. Yes. 30 Great minutes. Great today. A lot of exciting stories, lots of stuff to dig into. Mm. First, a story that is a neighborhood tale. I was recently with friends who noted that the price of pizza had gone up in our neighborhood at Park Slope. And we were mm. talking about all the different all the different slice shops and, and whatnot. And then Bloomberg came out with an article saying that the pizza principle, which I had never heard of. Never a, heard of this before. Me neither, but I guess it's a thing. A mainstay of New York economics for more than four decades states that a slice of cheese pizza will always be the same price as a subway ride. However, due to inflation, pizza slices are now soaring above $3 throughout the city. And I can tell you this is true. My friend referenced this recently. Uh, you might not know, but the cost of a subway ride is two seventy five. Still, it's been there for a while. I don't see that going up since they're just dying for people to take the subway. Um, and this is pretty wild. They quote some uh, pizza proprietors, including Paulie G from Greenpoint. I know him. <laughs> Do you? No. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe you just asked that. <laughs> well, I don't know. You're you're a man about town. Um, 
and yeah, I mean, this is like a pretty big deal. It's, this is a pretty like sh- shocking development here in, in New York City. When I first read the headline, I was like, that can't be true. Mm. And then they had the data. There's the graph. And yes. you're like, this is true. Like yes. pizza, a slice of cheese pizza and a subway ride have tracked for four or five decades in the city. And now it's all changed. I, I need to ask you something. Also in this article, it says the average slice of cheese pizza known locally as plain or regular, depending on whom you ask, costs for, far more today in the city, 315, 314 on average. Okay, we've, mm. we've established that pizza is now more than a subway ride. Yes. Is it plain or is it regular? What's your answer? Cheese. No. I say cheese. Have a slice of cheese. No. You know I'm a pizza professional. Yeah, I know, but in Massachusetts, you were never a pizza professional well, in New York. It's, it's still, it's I'm still cooking pizzas for a it's living. It's regular. I, it's, it's regular called cheese. It's, it's called cheese. It's regular. It's called cheese. No, it's not. It's called cheese. I'll have a slice of cheese. Cheese, cheese is fundamental. It is like even more fundamental than sauce because I do believe in white pizza. Like that's just so ridiculous. It's called cheese. You're just wrong. We'll, we'll be taking this to Instagram. It's Oh, oh really? It, Will we? Yeah, it's regular. What, what are we going to wager? Just a regular slice. No, 10 push-ups. No. 10 push-ups next time we record. No, I can't do 10 push-ups. Yeah, you can do the knees. <laughs> All right, maybe. All right, great. D- <laughs> deal? Bet? Bet? No. Oh, come on! We'll just have pride. Well, think of something else. You can choose the taste test for like a long time or something. That sounds like work. I'm about <laughs> to say, I you don't, don't want that. I don't choose the taste test for three straight weeks. You basically don't anyway. So oh, come on. Change I, have, I, have, I have put a lot of time and effort and money that I haven't asked to be recouped into taste test products. That's on you, man. You got to follow your expenses. I'm just lazy. Let's move on. All right. This one has really taken over the internet. Heating up Twitter. It's wild. Paula Patton in March posted a video on her Instagram of her making her mom's fried chicken. This week, Ashley Spencer who is a uh, Olympian. She's a track 400 star. hurdles, won the bronze. Right. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's a long way to go do hurdles. Hurdles too. are hard. Yeah. yeah. That's really, really impressive. Could, could you jump over a hurdle right now? I don't, think, I don't think I could. No. If you put one in front of me, I do not think I could get over it. I could, like, maneuver over it, but can I jump over it? <laughs> yeah, no no. Fuck no. <laughs> um, anyway, she, no pun intended, roasted Paula Patton with her mom's <laughs> chicken recipe, doing some play-by-play using the green screen function on TikTok. It's quite funny. She makes some really good points. Ashley Spencer points out that Paula Patton's method is flawed in numerous ways. And those that includes not thoroughly cleaning the chicken enough. Mm-hmm. More on that. Um, not seasoning the chicken enough. No, at all. At all. Not seasoning the chicken, then putting it into the oil for frying, and then pouring seasoning, seasoning into, into the, the oil, oil and then flipping over the chicken like assuming it's picked up that seasoning and it's really wild i've never made fried chicken so like i can't really speak to this but my initial reaction was i was really worried paula Patton was going to get burned it didn't seem like she was using a deep enough pot mm, mm, good point for the oil there. Yeah, yeah i didn't think of that and i was just like that cannot be proper like equipment like first of all get a deep fryer if it's like so important mm, to you mm. second of all use like a, a true dutch oven those are much deeper i was really worried about some burns that's a good point for me this is really just about the seasoning application now like you i have literally never made fried chicken in a kitchen before but that's not going to stop me from talking about it like i'm an expert sure that's what i do sure and i will say that when she when i saw that this was a trend at first i looked at the video and I was like, this is kind of normal. And then once you started seasoning the grease, it that's that's when it changed for me. 
It went from like, ugh, bad unseasoned fried chicken to like, wait, 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 what are you doing? Yes. And then it was also like, first of all, my initial response is, oh yeah, Paula Patton. I remember her. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Paula Patton. She's gorgeous. I've always, I've always been a fan. I was like, oh yeah, her. I forgot about her. She really and is then, beautiful. As this started to explode, I immediately started to feel like sympathy for her. Like mm-hmm. I felt bad for her. This is her mom's recipe. She's trying to just share some part of her life with the world, turning the camera on herself, letting people in. And then instead, instead of like there's probably Probably 10,000 people saw the initial video and were like, oh, thanks, Paula. And then when it turns negative, millions of people see it. You see what <laughs> right. I'm saying? It's like and then, she, she's just trying to be nice. Yeah. And then she had to release a follow-up video, which she did. And it's like her from Mexico, just like looking into her phone, being like, hey, I'm in Mexico with my son. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I wash the chicken. He eats it. Ha ha. Yes. And, then, and then she tries to be gracious about accepting feedback, room for improvement. She thanks everyone for their comments. Video. Yeah. She's an actress. Like she's, you know, she's doing it. She's doing it right. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, her the seasoning of oil is really fucking weird. Really weird. And just like I also like she's like I'm going to continue to do this. I yeah. understand that's not how you do it. I kind of like this that. This is how I do it. She kind of came off well in the video. She wasn't like she's like I'm not admitting defeat. She's like yeah, this is how we do it in my family. I say net W for Paula Patton. Yeah, well we're talking about exactly. her. Exactly. I did. She completely was erased from my memory. I haven't thought about her since her I divorce like a, from I Robin Thicke. Yeah, I had like a pretty intense crush on her for like 18 months. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, she's a really beautiful woman. Blurred Lines is such a great wedding song, but Robin Thicke is a creep. So it's it's, it's tricky. Tough. It's, it's tricky. Tough. <laughs> There's a lot there. All right, let's move on. Sorry, Paula. Nah, she's, we said, net, net negative for her. Net positive for net her. Net positive. All good. Great job, Paula. Next story coming to us from Reuters, so you know it's legit. Mm. Record cold night gives fruit and wine growers no respite. This story is coming to us from the great nation of France, where France. this morning I was just like, I need to go on a trip. Where should I go? And I was just like looking up hotel and flight prices. The three places I looked up were Lisbon, London, and Paris. So Really? Paris is on the mind for me. Yeah. Huh. I read way too much of this article. Okay, so then you know a lot. Way too much. France recorded the coldest April night since at least 1947 with a temperature of 29.3 degrees Fahrenheit. If that's the coldest it's been in like, you know, 70 plus years, I should have moved to France a long time ago. Yes, great point. And also the problem wasn't this cold night. The problem was it was warm earlier. So the the buds came out. Right. And then they got frosted. And then it said like some of these farms were taking anti-frost measurements. I'm thinking to myself, what is that? Do you have like a hairdryer? You just walk <laughs> up and down like the lines of, of, of the vines? Like what is an anti-frost measurement? I think it's a measure. A measurement? Like I think. No, you... They're taking measures against the frost. Yes. You keep saying measurement. Like they're Listen, like measuring something. I don't know something. what I'm saying. All right. All right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they weren't like measured. They they probably like set up some tents, with, like some heating or whatever. It's like almost like a wedding for the for the grapes, you know? They're like, oh, here's a tent, party now. <laughs> yeah. Like outdoor dining in the middle of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are outside. Here's one small space heater. Temperature vary, like extreme temperature variation, is like kind of part of the wine process. It's one of the reasons why Napa and Sonoma are good for wines because like they get the the moisture from the mm-hmm. ocean, but they're in a valley. So like you want some of that, but this is just too extreme. And that's the point of climate change, people. It's like all these extremes happening. It's not that it's just hotter or colder. It's just bad all around. So I hope the wine's going to be okay. I love French wine. I refuse to drink a California rosé. I'll only have a French rosé. Really? California wine is not good. I don't understand. Wow. I do not like I'm it. I'm just learning this about you. Not a fan. So wait, California wine in general is just rosé? Well, rosé is an absolute hard no. I think there's some reds that I like from California, but in general. Have you I, been to wine country and done yeah, the thing? Yeah, of course. I lived in San Francisco. I went like oh, many times. Right. Yeah, yeah, I love it there. Yeah, it's beautiful to visit. Great weather in the summer. Mm-hmm. It's like lovely to go to, but I just don't like the wine. We went to this beautiful 
place where you drink wine. It was on top of a hill. It was yeah. amazing it's on the a, way to the airport. It's amazing there. They gave us a flight of three wines. We Wonderful. tried them, and they're like, let's have another one. They're like, no, we don't do that. <laughs> and me and my wife Very were like, bossy. Uh, what? They're like, yeah, yeah, it's just one flight per guest. Oh, wow. We're like, seriously? Wow. And then we're like, well, can you can we drink a bottle? They're like, no. They're like, show and we're like, you're can out. You open a bottle and we'll drink it from the bottle on the way to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we ended up doing. It's a great, it's just a really great area though. Like I love it. Yes. Also great food. I mean, Napa and Sonoma are wonderful, but the wine, I just don't care for it. I will not have a California rose. Absolutely not. I love this. No, this is I learn something new about you every week. Here. <laughs> and this, and try, to, try to keep you guessing. With this one, I was thinking, I was reading this. I was like, oh, this would be bad. This could be really bad. Right. But then I was thinking to myself, isn't the world just like full of wine cellars? Don't we have like a stockpile of wine on this planet? I guess, but it's not like you can just like stop. I mean, first of all, then wine prices will go up even more. And then, you know, like yes. French wine is like, it's a full industry. So that would, that would be a problem. I, I understand that. I understand that they are making the wine for a reason. Yeah. Right. But like, it's not like oranges in a season or something where you have to eat them Im- immediately. Sure. So then there's a shortage of oranges. There's still going to be plenty of wine from wine drinkers. 20 yeah, minutes. There, yes, there will be. And like, I, you know, there's many wine regions all over the world. France just happens to be a famous one. The but, only one that France ever according to you. Well, for rosé, yeah. Um, but... <laughs> But, you know, a disruption in the production chain has deleterious and, and cascading effects, as we're experiencing all the time. Deleterious? Yeah. Deleterious? Yeah. Wow. Shall we move on? Deleterious. Yeah. I just, it was the appropriate word. How do you I, use no, it? No, I've never heard it before. Really? <laughs> yeah. Never in my life. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's, it, says, it, it means causing harm or damage. That's the official All right. Let's see definition. if I can work that in later in the pod. Okay. Good luck. Okay. It's time for booze news. Booze news. Miller Lite beer drops are here, but what are they? This is from thestreet.com. Um, apparently, National Beer Day is coming. And uh, to celebrate, Miller Lite is basically going to create flavors that you can add to other beer. So Miller Lite is like sunning every other beer. beer. I'd be like, this is taste bad here. We'll help you take make it taste better. This is wild to me. This is kind of like, you know, like there's this like cottage industry of, of like, Hey, take a bottle of water and squirt some of this in there and it'll be better. I keep getting this Instagram ad for that for coffee. It's like a pod that you just like put into your milk. It looks gross. I wonder what that says about your algorithm. They <laughs> <laughs> talk about coffee yes, constantly. Yeah, yeah. Lock hello, are you listening? <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> well, I, I mean, this is a, a bit of a flex, but like, I don't want other beers to taste like Miller Lite. You know what I mean? Is it or is it? Like, I didn't really understand the flavor enhancement here. I think what they're saying is, is the beers you are drinking, yes, they're low calorie, but they're watery and they're gross. So carry this with you, and you can like Miller Lightify it. Yeah. So they're basically saying like light beers taste bad, which I don't agree with. I I think they're just like, kind of easy to drink. Whatever. I love light beers. Domestic yeah. light beers is it's for me. It's like it's binary. It's like either a domestic light beer or like a, a double beer? IPA. Yeah. Oh, double IPA. No yeah. thanks. I like like a like a Tecate and a Pacifico, mm, mm. and then like a Bud Light and a Miller Light. One thing I miss about Los Angeles. I was introduced Mexican to the, the Michelada. Oh, yeah, love I love it. I love a Michelada. Michelada. Love them. Love I asked them. for one here, and there's like, what, like, are, you what are you talking about? about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, okay. so good. Yeah. <laughs> when you go to Mexico, it's actually kind of a different thing. It's like they bring, it's whatever, the, the, this happened to me in Mexico City a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Anyway. But you just bailed on your own story. Just, you were going right down that road. You're just like, stop the car, turn around, not doing it. I couldn't remember every single detail That's of fine. what I was served versus what I wanted. You bailed on it for a reason. And I just, you know, I was like, this is going to be a bad story. Let's get back to the task at hand, get back to the task which is what hand. Miller Lite is doing. And what they are saying is that 
um, most light beers taste bad. And so they have created a, quote, liquid enhancer that is, quote, intended to grace other light beers with the irreplaceable taste of a fine Pilsner. So I I guess, they're you know, they think they have this the recipe. They've got the secret sauce to replicate your Pilsner regardless of the beer. But I want to know is, does it also, like, have any alcohol in it? I guess not. I don't think so. But also, like, who who's like, oh, keys, wallet, phone, beer drops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, who's got this on their person at any given time? Like, who's that committed to making their beer taste like Miller Lite? Also, you could also order a Miller Lite. Right. That would be another option. They usually have Instead it. of it's carrying like pretty, beer drops. Pretty common. Yes, I've had someone in the pitch meetings just said that, like, around the conference room <laughs> table, being like, wait, guys, 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 like, I love this. I really think that all beer should taste like Miller Lite. But if you really are this committed to Miller Lite, they're going to carry around beer drops. Why wouldn't you just be drinking Miller Lite in the first place? Yeah, I, I just I just don't get it. I. I don't know. Also, like, where would you buy this? Did you just like buy it online? Like, do they sell it like, in the beer aisle? Like, I I don't yeah. know. Have you ever tried one of those water things? Yeah, they're they're not. They good. don't do much for me. No, no. I, I like water and I like seltzer and like I like iced tea. So I don't know. I just, and, and coffee according and coffee. to Instagram. <laughs> yeah, and according to my like daily consumption habits. <laughs> All right, next. This is from Yahoo Life. This one I got. I got thoughts. Skippy, peanut butter which you may be aware of as a very popular item that people have been eating for decades and decades and decades. I am aware of. They're being recalled because of possible contamination. More specifically, some jars may contain a small fragment of a stainless steel piece from a piece of manufacturing equipment. From a separate announcement, Skippy said the recalled products were distributed to retailers in California, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Missouri, North Carolina, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Oklahoma, Wisconsin. Well done. Thank you. I'm concerned about peanut butter. I'm worried that we are going to lose peanut butter from the fabric of human life. Whoa! You're concerned about peanut butter? Yes, I am. Why? Because kids can't have it in school. Right. This is a big thing. And so it's no longer like a foundational food in the childhood experience. Mm. Mm. And I do think people come to love peanut butter as like a comfort food that they had when they were young. And I'm just worried that in addition to these now, these production problems, we're just losing our grip on on peanut butter. And I understand it's, you know, a health risk in, in schools and whatnot, but I'm just really worried about the the primacy of peanut butter as a flavor in at least American life. And I will be sad because I wow. fucking love peanut butter and jelly and peanut butter is really good. You just made me sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I was going to use that word, deleterious. What? Deleterious. <laughs> deleterious. <laughs> deleterious effect on society. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, so- I never thought of it like that, but it's true. My kids don't, they're not allowed to have peanut butter in and their like, lunches. My brother had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day, like until his senior year of high school. I am delighted when I see like at the airport or like, you know, like a Dwayne Reed. Oh, I, I can't wait to tell you about my personal food news. But anyway, when I see like the prepackaged peanut butter and jelly, I'm like, yeah, I'll eat that. Those are good. Yeah, I'm like, that crustables better than anything else here. Like, Those are better good. than like, who knows where that tuna came from? Like, how yeah. many days ago? Yeah. Or and, when did you make this white fish? Yeah, that's just sitting so in this gross. tray. <laughs> and like, I don't know. It's like love peanut butter and jelly. It's like at summer camp, we used to have two kinds of sandwiches when we, on our hike days, which was once a week. You could mm. either have mountaineer, which was provolone on white, or peanut butter and jelly. It's just like it was so central. Like, of course, you chose peanut butter and jelly. You probably chose both, but whatever. I'm just worried. I'm concerned too now. Me too. You just made me sad about peanut butter. I know. It's 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 not great. Can we talk about the contamination? Sure. No consumer complaints. <laughs> no. I, guys, like, can't we just keep this under wraps at the Skippy at the, at the, at the top level of the Skippy Corporation? I'd just be like, so wait, so no one's complained about this? And we're gonna take away what 161,000 pounds of our product? It's gonna cost us millions of dollars. How about we just wait until it's a problem? 
and then we solve the problem that's a problem. But this is this is preemptively solving a problem that we don't even know is a problem yet. Yeah. That conversation was had. They just don't want to get sued. That's what's happening. That conversation was had. Though. Yeah, they're like, do we do we eat the cost on all of this peanut butter? Or, or do settle we out sued? of court for half a million dollars because someone found a piece of steel in their peanut half butter. Half a million, it better be more. Um, no. Another shock to me. What? Skippy has a hotline you can call. Skippy Foods Consumer Engagement. There's a phone number. So, like, I'm going to call them and, like, Why don't we call right now? let them know that I'm upset. We only have a half an hour, but we should yeah, call. We should. We'll, we'll try it later. Let's do it. That'll be personal food news for we'll, next week. We'll record it. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shall we go on to the taste test? Let's do it. Let's take a flight. Nice. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Today's taste test, we discussed last week, mm-hmm. it was part of, I think, my own personal food news. We are testing the Shark Tank approved mush. It is a ready-to-eat oats snack. I view it as a snack or as a small breakfast. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the vanilla, but I ha- I haven't really had any other flavor. So I'm excited to try these. And I've seen these. I've been very curious. They're I've, pricey. I've, I've had them before in my hand, but not purchased them and eaten them. I'm very curious about this. We watched almost the entire Shark Tank pitch. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's from 2016. It's two women, and they are doing this to combat America's obsession with sugar, of which I'm definitely a part. I am 100% a sugar addict. That really triggered you. Yeah. (laughs) That really hit home once they said that. We're like, we're here to combat America's obsession with sugar. You're like, yes, I I have that. I love sweets. And like, I crave them like in a sick way. Like I try, it's, that's, that's why I started eating this because it's kind of sweet. So Jacoby, you haven't had any of it. We have too many flavors here. Well, I want to try blueberry. I think you need to start with vanilla bean because that's the original flavor. Um, Also, you know, I don't think we've discussed the crunch and crunch and mush cafe concept on this podcast, but you are a really big advocate for contrasting textures in your yes. food. Yes. I just want to tell you, this is a single texture food that is quite soft. So mush. I'm curious Literally, to see how that it's goes. It's called mush. Yes. Correct. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, this is great. The Crunch and Mush Cafe is, uh, you know, most most restaurants are built on sort of like ethnicities or regions. This one's built on textures. Every single menu item has a crunch and mush. And if you would like to give me $5 million, start the business. Is this oh. a collaboration with Kevin Wilds, this idea? That or is it Jacoby idea. original? It it's just idea. from a half-baked idea. Okay, so yeah. Jacoby's taking his first bite. He's having vanilla bean. And he's swashing it around in his mouth. He's not sure if he likes it. He's taking it in. Oh, I'm sure I like it. Oh, he likes it. I'm, like, I'm taking a bite of blueberry. I have trouble with breakfast. Hmm. Right? I have trouble. Cereal, eh. It, it's the bowl and the spoon. Like a bacon, egg, and cheese is just too much, too much. Mm-hmm. And this is a nice alternative. It really is. And it's like the right amount of sweet. Basically, it's it's overnight oats. They call it like an oatmeal, like cold oatmeal, but it's really overnight oats. It's with, good. With different flavors. And it's soaked in um, non-dairy milk. Oh, you went blueberry? I'm going chocolate now. I wanted to try the blueberry because we saw them talk about it on Shark Tank. Michigan, Michigan blueberries. Michigan blueberries. Wild Michigan blueberries. I don't, think, I don't think they're using wild Michigan minutes. blueberries. Like, it's not like some guy named, named Kevin walking around in the forest picking blueberries for this like multi-billion dollar company. It's not happening. I didn't know that Michigan was like a blueberry haven. I didn't know that either. But I love blueberries, so it's good, good to know. Should I ever go? So Jacoby's trying dark chocolate. Mm. I'm going to try coffee coconut because it has caffeine in it, which is mm. wild. How's the dark chocolate? Too chocolatey. Oh, interesting. Very chocolatey. Okay, I might like that then. But I don't like Very dark chocolate. Very chocolatey. Or, or I prefer milk chocolate. I'm going to finish my... I'm going to go with strawberry next. This Ooh, is okay. good. It's really good. The texture is nice. It is. And so I treat this either as breakfast or I have it... I do have it on the go. I think last week I mentioned I grabbed it like at a bodega. Yeah. And I was like... It was like three o'clock and I was starving. I was in between meals. It's a really good snack because it is like... It's only six ingredients. I, I, don't, I think it's just a great solution. Price point's tricky. It's $3. Three? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's I got four. I thought it was at four. I was like, that's a little tricky. No, it's that's a little tricky. Mm, this is good coffee coconut. I really like this one. Ooh, and it's got caffeine. This is so. What am I going with here? Strawberry. Mm, coffee coconut might be the best one. Wow, mm. that's really good. I don't usually like coconut milk stuff. Strawberry, good oh, too. Strawberry tastes like strawberry ice cream. Oh my god, this can't be good for you. Where's the nutrition? This is a thrill. It is good for. It's just a, it's just six ingredients. Strawberry. That strawberry cannot be good for you. Oh, this is good. That's really good. That's my wow. favorite. Wow. I'm going to read you the ingredients. The ingredients? Yeah, you just said that you didn't believe it could be good for you. No, it can't be. So I'm going to read it. But I'm going to put the top on so I don't I don't believe those it. are the real ingredients. Okay, well, then that would be like a huge problem. Ingredients. Coconut milk. Oops. Which is now spilling all over the studio. Rolled oats. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> Dried strawberries. Strawberry puree. Strawberry juice concentrate. And sea salt. How much sugar? Um, There is... Eight grams of sugar. That's not bad. It's really low. A bowl of cereal has more than that. Definitely. I mean, they're not, they're not combating the, the you know, we have eight grams of sugar instead okay. of 11. It's not like but, you're fighting the sugar. But it's no added sugar. Natural it's, na- sugars. it's natural sugars, which I, as a sugar addict, when I've tried to combat this myself, I allow natural sugars, but try to avoid added sugars. I so. also, I like the variety of flavors. They're all acceptable. So if I was going to become a mush person, I could change it up. Based on how I felt that day, I've been strictly vanilla, but I am moving to strawberry. Strawberry. Did you try the coffee coconut? Yes. Did you like it? Yes. It's really good. This is all good. I think I'm a mush person. Now. Yeah, we're mush people. And again, they didn't send us this. Like, no, this isn't like been, a sponsor or anything. Like, I've been like making room in my budget to buy this really expensive snack. And for some reason, three dollars instead of four dollars makes it acceptable to me. Four dollars is a, is a bit much. I also kind of find it filling because it's oats. It's good. Yes, oatmeal. I I have used oatmeal in the past as a way to just trick my stomach to get to lunch. Me too. I, yeah. I totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like really just, good at like eleven o'clock and like two o'clock. But oatmeal to me is also like it's not in. It's like taking medicine. It's, I'm not enjoying it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just eating it because it's there because it's going to it's, it's a functional transaction between me and my body. Yeah. Whereas this I enjoy and I'm going to have another bite of the strawberry because it's <laughs> slaps. So good. <laughs> I like this You stuff. do that. I'm going to launch into my personal food news while do. you do that. So last weekend I went to Washington, D.C. to visit my friend's Tara and Claudia. We Hold had a great time. I have to stop eating and start listening because this is just really it's good. It's really good. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't had strawberry before. What's stra- Strawberry ice cream is one of my favorite foods, so I don't Ooh. know what I've been thinking. All right, so strawberry ice cream, Entenmann's donuts. All right, got it. Give me a yeah, list. I told you, I like sweets. <laughs> I, I, Very I, dilly, dilly. deleterious. <sighs> I have a real sugar problem, okay? I'm okay. self-conscious about it. All right, let's move on then. I went to Washington, D.C. I took a train. I, first of all, Amtrak, insanely expensive. Big, big, Big plane over train guy. Not me. I, I, oh, no. I we, we could argue about this forever. I'm sick of airports. Oh, my God. Also, the, like, the train is cool for 45 minutes. Then you're like, no. I have another three and a half hours of this? No, I, it was great. I did work the whole time. I I I brought, I have two phones, a work phone and my own phone. I only use my one work phone. One for the phone. plug and one for the load? No, one for hotspotting, so I don't have to use Amtrak oh, okay. wireless. And Copy it, that. Smart. It was, it was great. I, just, I did work the whole time. I loved it. Uh, and here's the best part. What What used to be good about Penn Station. Name one thing. Beers? Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. So have you heard about the new Moynihan train hall? Oh, I've been to the Moynihan train hall. Oh my God, I haven't been before. Oh, it's great, new. Great bar. Have you been there since the food opened? No. Okay, so they have like a really nice like bar area with like a lot of different like bar, like beer on tap, full bar. Mm. It feels like a nice like brasserie. And then they're going to have a lot of restaurants only I went to two. I, I ate in the bar area, but I didn't have a drink. I was working. Um, but for lunch, I had my very first chopped experience. I've never had chopped before. Really? Yes. I loved it. I love chopped. Oh my god! I got the Mexican Caesar. I got it as a wrap, and I absolutely loved it. And I was like, "Oh, okay, I get it now." And it's like so much better than sweet greens. It's so much better than most salad places. Chopped is good. I was like, "Wow, this is solid." They also had a great beverage selection. I mean, I didn't necessarily need it because there's also like actually very good Dwayne Reed in the new Moynihan train hall. But I was like, wow, okay. I feel like a, a real a, a real American having chopped uh, at the train station. I loved it. And like, I would be- Mexican ha- Caesar sounds fantastic it too. It was great. Corn was, involved? I added some chicken. It was great. I would mm. be delighted to have another train ride just to like go to the Moynihan train hall. Also, I would consider like meeting someone there for like a coffee or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. As just like a place to go. It was it was really delightful. Also, there's a Magnolia bakery there. So I met Kevin Wilds once at Grand Central. It was a really it was a nice place to kind of have like a a, a, a coffee. Yeah, it's bigger. But then I was just like Penn Station used to be awful, like no good food. Like, just really dark. People just, like, really, like, anxiously yeah. waiting for their track to be revealed. Yes. Yeah, and this, they're pushing each other out of the way. A, as yeah. a solo traveler with, like, not that much stuff, I was like, I don't care where I am on this line. I'll find a seat or I won't. Like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I was just able to enjoy my wonderful chopped in the bar of the Mo- Moynihan train. Great. And home. I always like airport and um, train bars because of the turnover sure like going to like an irish pub and just sitting there it's just like you and like four alcoholics you know what i mean you're just People like this have is, to come and it's go. dark it's just depressing but like with the train and airport you just you get so much turnover new faces new people new things everyone's got stuff to do i like that environment it was also an amazing Dwayne reed they had so many snacks yeah you mentioned this Dwayne reed well Dwayne reeds are really hit or miss these days i think that the brand has fallen off i'm oh. a cv i'm into cvs as a result but this was a great clean well-staffed efficient Dwayne Reed with a ton of travel size like toiletries and like I just like to browse that and I was like oh I need a lint roller I'll just buy this one right now mm. so it was 
great. All in on the Moynihan train haul great. and taking the train. Minus the cost. Oh, my God, Amtrak is expensive. Yeah, it's more expensive than flying. And it flying, takes longer and it's more annoying and I'll never do it. Flying was more. I looked into it, but not that much more. No. It was. You do have to pay for the car to get to JFK or wherever. Yeah, I which just is part of it. took the two train to get there. It was great. Yeah. Anyway, your turn. Um, my personal food news. It was the day after we recorded last time. Okay, last Friday. I had a rec league basketball game. Fun. Did you win? Yes. Nice. And I didn't eat that much after. I woke up hungry. Okay. And on I was Saturday. Walking to work. Oh, this okay. So you had the rec league basketball on Thursday. You're walking yeah, to work on Friday. Friday. Yes. Gotcha. Well, when I was at the Moynihan train hall. <laughs> yes, carry on. Exactly. <laughs> Enjoying yourself with, the, with the Mexican Caesar wrap. Delightful Great time. call making it a wrap too. You take a salad and make it into a wrap. It's like, sure, you get a little bit more carbs, but it's just a much more pleasurable experience. I was I was fuller. I was like, yeah. I will I will not need to eat anything yes. else if I have this wrap. I needed to eat. It was the okay. morning. And I walked past a Starbucks. I walked past Dunkin' Donuts. And those are my usual go-tos because I didn't have a lot of time because I was running late for the show. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't like stop and get real breakfast. Sorry, wait, pause. You go to Dunkin' regularly? No. Oh. But you just said that was it's one of your go-tos. It's one of my one of my options okay, on the way there. You revealed today that you don't have the Dunkin' Two app. And I, minutes. I think you need to get it. All right, I'll get the Dunkin' app. You are the one who's, who evangelized me into getting yes. the Starbucks app, and now I will never go into a <laughs> Why would Starbucks. you talk to somebody that works at Starbucks? Of course. And the same for Dunkin'. They don't want to talk to you either, you know? It's, like, <laughs> it's a win-win. <laughs> That's great. Good point. They really don't want to talk to me. <laughs> I passed Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. I went to Taco Bell for breakfast. Oh, my God. Something I have never done before. Whoa. Something Taco Bell hasn't done before. <laughs> what did like, you Taco order? Bell just started doing this. I didn't know. But they have two, they have like these bre- breakfast burritos, basically, right? This sounds disgusting. I hate, cheese, I hate fast food eggs. Cheese, Ugh. eggs, and a, a choice of meat, right? They have a regular one, and then they have a grande one. The grande one, depending on, like, how you, like, um, customized it. Sure. One was like 1,770 calories. Oh my God. And I was like, like, according to like whatever, those people, that's like an entire day's worth of stuff. And I was like, I'll get the, the, the regular size one. And I got, so it was a, a, a morning burrito. I don't know what they call it with sausage, egg, and cheese. Morning burrito sounds like an innuendo for like morning sex or something. The way that you said it. I don't know. Carry on. Uh, I don't think, I think that's a you. That's a you thing. <laughs> okay. Fine. <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> And then I got a regular soft taco. Just like plain taco. Soft taco. Was meat on it or just beans and cheese or what? No, regular soft taco. It comes with uh, with ground beef or whatever. They, they, they can't call it beef or something. There's some, some controversy. I, I love that, but I don't know if I'm ready for it before 10 a.m. That's the thing. So then I sit down at my desk. I get the fire sauce. I put the sauce on it. I go with the, the breakfast burrito first. It was mediocre best. I will not order it again. And then I got the soft taco. And I realized the soft taco is a much better breakfast food than the breakfast taco. The soft taco is a great food. It's I love it. It's a great food. I love it. And it, I realized that you can have one before 10 a.m. First of all, I realized they serve them before 10 a.m. Also. And you can have one before 10 a.m. and it's excellent. It's kind of funny that it's called the soft taco because what's what, it's really like taco and hard tacos. Like that's the definitive taco is the soft taco. Like mm. if you go to Mexico or whatever. Um and so it's funny that, like, they distinguish it. It's just very American. I guess it's not that funny. It is very American. And it's but, also not that funny. But it's definitely called a cheese slice. Um, It is, it is regular. Definitely called it's a regular, cheese slice. man. You're crazy. It is definitely called a cheese slice. I can't wait for you to lose this bet. How, did you have coffee, by the way, at Taco, Taco Bell? How was oh, it? Oh, I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah. Because yeah. we're out of time. Oh, we're out of time. Anyway, the coffee was disgusting. That's what I wanted to know disgusting. about. Disgusting. They're like, do you want cream and sugar? And I was like, Was yes. it hot or cold? It was, 
It was cold. And they, oh, God, I wish we weren't out of time. The guy's like, do you want to fill this with ice? It was just coffee. It, the guy walks over to the fountains. I got to go over time. I apologize, everybody. Yeah, it's fine. The guy works there, comes out from behind the, the bar thing, walks over to the fountain soda machine, and has a cup for my coffee. And he's like, do you want to fill this with ice? I'm thinking, like, <laughs> I, don't, I was like, what is happening? I just asked for an iced coffee. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know I had to, like, do that. So then it, so he's, it fills it with ice, only halfway fills it with ice in front of me because I was like, I don't want that much ice. But that was assuming that the coffee was cold. So then he gives me this like super creamy, super sugary hot coffee with a little bit of ice. And I, I touched it with my hand and I was just like, what the fuck is this? This sounds awful. There's I threw it away after two sips. It's very upsetting when you order an iced coffee and it's hot coffee over ice. What are we doing? That's not iced coffee. Second, um... That just sounds really bad. Also disappointing because fast food iced coffee is often good. Like McDonald's. Yes, McDonald's is, is crushing. It. It's very, I can't believe very like, good. It's like they just started it like six years ago. So weird. Um, just final note, final personal anecdote, just to relate relate to this. Mm. I, I went to a coffee shop with Tara and Claudia, and I was really excited about the iced tea options. And there was like two that I was excited to try. It was like a black citrus and like a, a berry rooibos iced tea. And I was like really excited to like test them or whatever. And they're they were behind, they're like on the other side of the counter. And so I'm ordering and the woman, instead of just like handing me the cup, like she goes back and she's like, I guess like going to fill it up. And I was like, no, I want to do it myself. And she was like, um, I'm just getting ice. And I was like, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm really excited about the iced tea. And then I was embarrassed. You're the best. <laughs> That's food news, everybody. Thank you to Mike Wargon for producing this episode. Works. Thank you to Mush for being delicious. Mm. Thanks to Mark Cuban for Shark Tank from what's from whence this I came. I hope those women are rich off of this. They deserve it. Me too. I heard that Mark Cuban's like really like proud of this investment. So I think they are. It's, they introduced it in 2016, so they're still going strong. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs>